0: Greetings from Hudson, New York. Um, reading from Antalila 2 of the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Text 1. Jaya, Jaya, Sri Chaitanya, Jaya, Nityananda jaya Gveta chandra jaya gora bhakta Brinda. om bhagavate vasudevaya om bhagavate vasudevaya om, bhagavate vasudevaya. om bhagavate vasudevaya jaya jaya gora chandra jaya sarva Pran. jaya dushta by Ankara Jaya Shrishtachan, all glories to Gorchandra, all glories to the life and soul of all, all glories to you, the personification of fear for the miscreants, all glories to the deliverer of the devotees. Om Agana Timurandasya. Gananjana shalakaya. taksur sur unmalatam yena. Kazmai sri gurave namaha. Sri Chaitanya manobhishtam. Stapitam yena bhutale. Swayam rupakadamayam. Tadati sapadantikam. Vansha kalpa tarubhyascha. Kripa sindu bhaevaccha. Patitanam Pavanavyo, Vaishnava Namo Nama, Si Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, see si Gadadhar, see si Vasudegor Bhaktivrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, <coughs> Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. So again, greetings from Hudson. And I kind of, the inspiration I get is kind of a, a little bit of a um, analogy to, I've done this before to like a Google map. I remember I I went to the house where I grew up on you know you can go right there and see it on the block you know well this this is like a, a like a time machine it goes back 500 years and it kind of brings you right into bengal at the appearance of lord chaitanya and I I told you my godbrother's realization is how fortunate we are because if you consider how rare it is that Lord Chaitanya appears. What's it, once in a day of Lord Brahma or something at about 11.30 a.m. And what is, what is Lord Lord Brahma, what is it? It, it, It's 74 Yuga cycles. And Yuga cycle at day. It, is it, 4,300,000 years times 74 times, you know, and times two, or maybe, you know, it, it's, it's, an, it's an astronomical amount of time. And then Lord Chaitanya appears and he appears something like 1145 and we appear at 1146 <laughs> or something like that. So my 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 god brother, uh, said is that you know Prabhupada and his disciples and pe- people that are substan it's part of Gorlila. We are actually being born in Gorlila it It's so contemporary, and that's why I, I talked about my godbrother Vishal passing away and you, you know these are characters in Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, <laughs> especially when you consider what Lord Chaitanya's pastimes are, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu doya kora mora, patita pavana hetu. tava, he is the avatar, patita pavana, he appears for the most fallen. So it, it, it's Lord Chaitanya going through jarakonda forest and Prabhupada going through the lower east side. <laughs> and Paramananda is here and he'll tell you that the lower east side was more like animals than the jarakonda forest. <laughs> and, and therefore the deliverance of, of people and, and, and I was even thinking of these personalities and you know, the example of some of these people passing away that are great souls, but it's not karma sukriti, it's not gana sukriti, it's bhakti sukriti, it's independent. So sometimes it can be confusing that the ex- external doesn't seem to be commensurate with the internal. It's not like the person is shamo, the depos, saucham, shantir, arjivam, evacha, ganam, <laughs> You know, the Brahminical call peaceful, tolerant, self-control. But they have faith in Guru and Krishna. And by having faith in Guru and Krishna, that actually that actually purifies everything else. So it's kind of just and, and, and we're getting where it begins, where Lord chait appears. And now we're in a very exciting part, the Anchalila. But what's happening is he's on his way now. He took sannyas and he's on his way to Puri. Somehow or other, I think there's a difference in, in what they consider the Anchalila in the Chaitanya Bhagavat and the, and, and the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Because this part in the Chaitanya Charitamrita is the Madhyalila where he, go, he goes to Puri, and then after he goes to Puri, then he goes out and preaches again. But he settles, it. and then there's a particular time where he goes to Puri, and then he just stays. And that's the beginning of the Ante Lila, where he comes to fulfill the internal reason for his descent. And that is to relish the higher love, and to show us how to do it. That's so important, to show us how to do it. We have to develop relationship with the holy name by hearing the stories of the name of the person of, of, of the name of the, per, of the 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 person whose name we're chanting. We have to worship the form of the person whose name we're chanting, and these processes. Lord Chaitanya was just there in Puri doing that. And, and, and cultivating his with his bhava mayi beginning with, with that under it begins, real bhakti begins when you have a relationship with Krishna and this is the way you get it, by hearing about it and, and, and it, it, Krishna nityo nityanam cetanas chaitanam eko bhunam vidadati He's the one Supreme Lord maintaining everyone else. Eko buhunam yo that one fulfills the desires of the many. So we want a relationship with Krishna, we have to desire it. And if we desire it strong enough, we'll have it. So it's just a question of increasing that desire. And the process is the process is by hearing. Hearing, and that's the purpose of what's called Rasa Shastra. It it, it, it embodies the mood of devotion in, in a way that if you hear it, it comes to you. That's the whole purpose of poetry and that's the whole purpose of drama. It's to make you feel something. And this is meant to make you feel, feel your relationship with Krishna. Uh, so, this is the introduction. And there's always an introduction because you can only realize, realize God by humility. Because God has to give Himself to you for you to realize it. And the absolute truth is only meant to be served. <laughs> So without an attitude of service, you have no relationship with the absolute truth. You can't even perceive the absolute truth. Because it's not just a question of eyes, it's also a question of attitude. You have to have the right attitude. And as I make that point so many times, that's a fact in any relationship. To know someone, it's not, just an, it, it's not just enough. The eyes are insufficient. The intellect is insufficient. You have to have the attitude. So to actually describe God, which which, which is not, I was discussing it, it's, it's logical that it's inconceivable. That's the logic of it. Because logic means how things work under certain laws, and therefore they can be categorized and predicted. So without cause and effect being the influence on something, there's no question of logically understanding it. And cause and effect does not rule God. And I I, I gave that lecture in New York. I remember it was so interesting. We were cultivating people in Krishna consciousness and they were ready now. Now that is great. Uh, they were ready now to hear something more about Krishna. So it was kind of like a, a bridge lecture. <laughs> I was going to walk them over the bridge now from just these Hare Krishnas of cool to we worship a blue god. <laughs> so the lecture was, can God be blue? And then I discussed the, what's the criteria for understanding that? It's not proof, it's reasonability. <laughs> Just like a court of law. What evidence has the most explanatory power? That's how they decide law somehow. You know, what evidence has the most explanatory power? So I explained how the world points to God. You study the, the world, the, 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 the most reasonable explanation is God. And then I discussed how the most reasonable es- explanation of God is that he's a person, and then that it's Krishna, it's reasonable. But when I answered the question, can God be blue? My answer was, if there's a reason that God is blue, he's not God, because it means that there's something that's causing his attributes. (laughs) So why is God blue? Because he wants to be blue. (laughs) That's the only reason. There's no other reason. And that's a reasonable explanation. So when you want to start explaining the absolute truth, you have to cultivate humility. And the method to cultivate humility is prayer. That's the most powerful method. Because what prayer does is it exalts the object of your worship. Simultaneously, what it does, it expresses your the reality of your lack of qualification to understand it. You have to petition. You have to petition to understand God. You can't just put it under a microscope and dominate it. Of course, I I love Prabhupada when he's in the the garden in LA and all the professors are there. Only Prabhupada could do this. Krishna is God. Why don't you accept? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking around. It's like, so here it glorifies him as Gaur Achandra. Wow, go, like a golden moon. And Sarva Pran. Wow, the, the, the Sarva of all life. He's the Pran of Sarva of everything. Advayam Gyan. Our concept of God is Advayam Gyan. Prameti Paramah, no, uh, Vedanta Tat. Tattva vidas, Tattva yajganam advayam. Advayam jnanam, consciousness, which is advayam, when nothing is separate from it. That's sarva (laughs) pran. The life of everything is God. That's the definition of God. And that's our glory. Because without us, Krishna wouldn't be God, because God is everything. I don't know if that that makes sense, but Jaya Dushta Bhayankara of the Dushta. Dushta means the bad people. He is the Bhayankara, the personification of fear. So it's interesting. One object is seen in different ways according to your relationship to it. Like if you're a good citizen, then you're happy to see the police. (laughs) And if you're a criminal, you're not. <laughs> One causes a relief. Oh my God, the police are here, thank God. Right? Like when they, when, when, when they stormed Congress, they were real happy for the police. <laughs> they were real happy to see the police. Criminals are not. So he's fearful for the miscreants. When we see God, we're happy because we want to be his servants. Atheists are miserable because they want to be God. That's our whole perception of reality is based on this if you want to be the enjoy, you hate reality. If you want to be the servant, you love reality. Because if, if, you, if you want to be the controller, you hate reality because you actually see reality, then there's God and God is everything. And you're and you're not you're insignificant. If you can actually see reality, so when you have this attitude, I want to be the controller, I want to be the enjoyer, God can only satisfy that desire and the illusion that his energy is not his. Maya, not this. That's the illusion. That's why Prabhupada said sense gratification, it, it, it means Maya. Because sense gratification means is I, I want to possess it, not just sensually, but for the sense of domination. I want to have that sense of superiority. And therefore this which is God, I want to see is not his. But the devotee, that image, that, that's bliss. Because that's love, that's bliss. You know what, I'm gonna see if I can find that statement yesterday, it was so good. One second, I just wanna look up something, it was so powerful. Anyway, I'm not going to find it, I'm not going to find it. It was so good, so now Okay, all glory is to the deliverer of the devotees. So here it is, puritanaya sadunam vanasaya For one person, it's puritanaya, for another one, it's vanashaya. One it's destroying and one is delivering. It's the same person. So he's delivering the devotees. Shishna he's delivering the devotees. And it, it comes really comes down to us in our heart. Do we want God? Do we want God? That means we're his servants. That means everything is his. It's a real struggle. Do we want God? There was, um, I remember there was this one great intellectual and psychologist, and he was very deep and very thoughtful. And people never knew if he believed in God or not. But he seemed to accept the necessity of God. And he wrote a lot of commentaries on the Bible of how essential messages were only coming through these parables. So they couldn't tell, did did he believe in God or he didn't believe in God? So he had this interview with this religious person who was also an intellectual. He just said, look, we wanna know, do you you believe in God, right? And, And I think his answer was, is it's hard for me to say that because I believed in God. you know how heavy that is? This was a, an intellectual's integrity. His whole life was integrity. Does he know what that means that I say, I believe in God? I don't know if I can handle that. Because you believe in God, there is an absolute authority and we should be following it. So do I say, it, he's basically saying, I, I can't claim that level of integrity to say I believe in God. Because it's to me, him, it wouldn't just be a theoretical conception. It would be that I act on it. Realized. Anyway, so these introductions are there. They're meant to open our hearts. And they're all Jaya, Jaya. And then Jaya, Shesharam. Aja, Bhavara, Ishvara, Jaya, Kripa, Sindhu, Dina, Bandhu, Nyasivar. It's all relishable. All glories to the Lord of the Ishvara, of Ananta, Sesha, Lakshmi, Brahman, Shiva. And, And that's so important. And why is that important? Because that's what bhakti means. Bhakti means to worship God. And somehow or other, the psychology is, is when you don't want God, but you want what God can give, your consciousness gravitates towards the demigods. And you posit to them a superiority that doesn't belong to them. But the consciousness is, is because I'm gonna get from them what I want. And therefore, There's a philosophy in India that's very, very prominent relationship to the demigods called Panchaposhana, that you worship five manifestations, Shiva, Brahma, Ganapati, uh, Durga, and one other. There's five you worship, but why do you worship them? Because somehow or other you understand that what you want to get is beyond your own power and therefore it has to come by mercy. But what do you want? You want to be God. (laughs) So you worship the demigods to get this realization of oneness and identify with it, which Prabhupada would call the philosophy of a prostitute. The prostitute enjoys with the man until she gets the money, then she has no love. So you worship the deities until you get your impersonal liberation and then gone with it. So therefore, you'll always see in the Gita and in the Bhagavata and the Chaitanya Charitama, there's always stories or statements of Krishna in relationship with different devatas that are commonly misunderstood as God. If you think of the Bhagavatam, there's that story with Lord Shiva and the worship of Lord Shiva, the Vishnu, the Shiva Dwara and the Vishnu Dwara and there's Brahma Mohan Lila, so it distinguishes between Lord Brahma. And, and same thing in the Gita, there's verses, and same thing in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there's always these, these things. So he states it right here in that that this is the Lord of, of everyone, and it's not sectarian because it's not sectarian because what we're saying is that there's God and not everyone's God. We're not saying that there aren't other manifestations of God. When Prabhupada was lecturing, I was listening to a lecture of Prabhupada in in Australia and either someone was relating it or Prabhupada was saying it, Prabhupada was saying it too, that he was lecturing among, among some priests and they said, what do you think of Jesus? Prabhupada said, Jesus is our guru. <laughs> and they, they were all happy. And Prabhupada wasn't just being, you know, manipulative. He had a universal concept of religion, that there's one God. But because there's one God, it doesn't mean that every everyone is God. Because it, it's not. And once you deviate from that conception of God. There's a psychology involved that 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 draws you to certain personalities that can give you what you want. Because when you actually have that concept in your heart of Uttama Bhakti, and when you say Uttama Bhakti, you don't have to indicate necessarily the highest level of consciousness, but the highest mode of practice. Mm-hmm. And what is the mode of practice? I'm worshiping God because I want to love God. I'm worshiping God for God's pleasure, or at least that's my goal. At least that's my goal. And when you have that goal, you will be directed, and it may not be to Krishna. You may be a Ram Bhakti, you may be a Christian. You know, but anyway, but that 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 has to be distinguished. That pure devotional service is to God. And he, he's glorious to the best of the Nyasivara. Nyasivara, the best of the, Krishna is Natavara, that's the best of the dancers. He's also Nyasibara. he's the best of the sannyasis. When you take sannyas, and uh, this, this would be confidential to everyone else here because no one else here is a sannyasi. You get another, you get another Gayatri mantra. Then only there are nine, you get a 10. You know what mantra you get Paramananda? The Gopi Baba mantra. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, but they ain't showing it to you. <laughs> 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 and why do you get the Gopi Baba mantra? Because who are the greatest sannyasis? The gopis. They gave up everything, good and bad karma. Good and bad karma. So the best of the sannyasis, the best of the renunciates, is one who is completely attached to God. Without any other extraneous desire that's with any, any, without any desire that's integral with the self. You can have desires, you have to go to the bathroom. It's not, I've got to go to the bathroom. It's not against pure devotional service. It's a desire. I'm hungry. It's not against pure devotional service. But desires that are integral, you know, part of your motive. Devotee is Shita. that means not just without desires, without desireness, without the constitution of motive within your heart. So nyasivara, and who can be more than Lord Chaitanya? And Kripa sindhu, dina bandu, the friend of the poor, the ocean of mercy. So, Bhakta Goshti Sahita Goranga Jaya Jai Kripakari Prabhu Yena Tonhe Manoroi, all glories to Garanga, along with his devotees. Can't separate the devotees from God. When you meditate on the devotees, you're meditating on God. Even sometimes they'll say that Shastra, you know, now we will discuss Krishna, and then the story will be about Maharaj Prickett. Because the devotee is only, that's what a devotee means. He's focused on God. So when you focus on the go- devotee, you're focused on God. So important to glorify the devotees. And they represent God. Because the, the, the love of God means there's an object of that love. So when you meditate on someone else's love of Godhead, you're meditating on God. There's no other sense to it. Gauranga oh, oh, please be mercifully so that my mind may remain fixed on you. Boy, that, isn't that our prayer? We chant up every morning. Our mind can be fixed. Because if the mind is fixed on Krishna, you will feel Krishna. because you don't experience just with the senses. You, you, you have to, the mechanism of the mind must be connected with the senses to really experience something. And therefore great yogis can be free from pain because they can withdraw the mind from the senses. Just like we don't experience everything that comes to the senses. Like sometimes I'm giving a class like at Pumpkin Hollow and there's the, the river behind, and it's flowing. But if I'm, if I'm, you know, absorbing the people in the class, they're not hearing the river. Now, why are they not hearing the river? Is it that the river is not touching their senses? No, because their mind is someplace else. That's why I, I, I wrote that Monday morning greetings of what I learned from the greatest pickpocket in the world. That's not my title. Had was better than that. I don't remember. It's called The Art of Deception. And he showed how he can pickpocket you by moving your mind away from your senses. And therefore, you don't feel when he's putting his hand in your pocket. It was such a great thing. The guy went to the audience and then he brought some guy up. And while he's talking to him in front of the audience, he pickpockets the guy's blind and no one, no, you know, no one in the audience sees it because he knew the art of deception. So at the same thing, a yogi can extract his mind from the senses and therefore be able to tolerate austerities and pains. I went with, uh, I remember when I, the last time I was in Vrindavan was the sweetest, uncharacteristic for me, I kind of took off the last four or five days And I went with two or three devotees and uh, Leela Balasini. And I told, okay, I I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to have to take people on Prakram. Just take me, I just want to relax. And we went, we went, we went, we went to uh, the place of Radharani's grandmother. What a, it's really near Radhakun. It's a little, little, beautiful, clean little village of, of, you know, it's just like you go in a complex with different houses and people worshiping. And and then we went to Surya Kund, where Radarani, you ever been there? Surya kund where Radharani worships the sun god. It's it's like out, completely out. The other side of the universe. There's like practically no way to get there. And then there's this big kund with these sadhus, right? And I love those places, Govinda-kun, you know, just sadhus. And then we went to one point, then we went also to uh, a Mahadev Mahadev, where Nanda Maharaj worshiped to get Krishna as a child. And there was a sadhu, that I guess he was like putting cow, cow dung, in a, you know, he would sit in the fire. Jalagni Surya. Rahugana Tat Tapasi. Rahugana Tat Tapasi. Nirvanapa. Jalagni Surya. Jal Agni Surya. Jal water, fire, Surya in the sun. The Jal in the winter, up to your neck in ice. Agni Surya. The sun you're in the fire and how do they do it they're able to extract the mind from the senses so we have to keep our mind on krishna to experience krishna so when you fix your mind on krishna you feel krishna so that's our prayer be merciful to me in this way, Gorsunda performed unlimited pastimes at the house of Advaita in Shantipur. So now they're talking about the previous pastime. We just went, okay, now we're finished with that. He, he had unlimited pastimes. You just heard about Advaita in Shantipur. The Lord happily passed the entire night with the devotees discussing various confidential topics about Krishna. Rahasya Kita, the secret kata. Ujjvala Nilamani. Wow, I have never read that book. It, the, the secret Kita, Bahu Vidha, apana. Rahasya Kita Range, Suke Rache, happiness Rache all night bhakti gunasang with all the devotees and the rahasya kata and all night lord Chaitanya is explaining it and he was so happy he was so happy because the consciousness was filled with love because once you get beyond the mind and are able to focus and experience it Then you begin to realize that happiness is an internal thing. And you get over the anxiety that I'm just sitting here, right? Where's the action? You don't need it. The action's in the heart. It's just so sweet. You're the only yogi who can't cross his legs. It's always been that way with you. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I always, you were always a little stiff there. <laughs> You're a strength yogi. You're a strength yogi. Um, at the end of the night, the Lord performed his daily morning duties and sat down in the midst of his servants. So at the end of the night, he doesn't even sleep. He's so excited, then he takes care of himself in the morning and bathes. And the Lord says, I will go to Nilachala, Nilachala, the uh, Puri. Do not feel unhappy. No need to be unhappy, because after seeing the Lord of Nilachala, I will return and meet you again. So it's always nice to see that God is considerate of other, others' feelings because we're so damn selfish in this world. (laughs) People generally, it's a struggle, it's a struggle. But to meet those people that really have that mood of sacrificing and serving others, it's such a beautiful thing. And we know who they are. They have an advanced consciousness and that advanced consciousness is bhakti. What is that bhakti? Happiness means the happiness of others. They're fixed on that, to shift that way and get over the ego, which is just pounding us with the false conception that if I am in the center and I control, that will be to my advantage. All of you go home and joyfully engage in kirtan, birth after birth, birth after birth, you are very my, my my life. So this is also a common thing. But when God is leaving sometimes or sending the devotees away, he says, don't worry, just chant and hear. It's the same thing. I'm there in the holy name. That's our philosophy. Nam-nam, akari, bahuda, nijasarva, shaktis. nama krishna chaitanya-rasa-vigraha, nityam mukta namanamino. There's no difference between the name of Krishna and Krishna. And when he, when he sent away the wait wives of the Brahmins, he sent them away. He said, "Go back." He said, "You know, I just I'm there in my holy name. Just chant. I'm there. I'm there in the consciousness. If you have the proper consciousness, now it's not proper for you." For for uh, for for you to be, it's a scandalous thing. Even Krishna is in a Vaan ashram society, and the Brahmins mix it. Brahmin lady, it's okay. Okay, run, you want to run away? Run away with the gopis, <laughs> but the Brahmin ladies—that I mean, the gopis. Now that's scandalous, right? But the Brahmins' ladies, I mean, that's too much. Even for Krishna. <laughs> He said, you go home, and I'm there. And the interesting thing is, who gets to enter in to the Nitya Leela first? It's the, it's the, it's the Brahmin lady who couldn't go, who is in separation. <laughs> she leaves the body. She becomes purified. It wasn't the one that was directly there. They came back, they had to continue serving their husbands after purifying them. (laughs) They came back and the husband said, oh my God, oh my God, look how pure these people are. To hell with our celibacy, to hell with our mantras, to hell with our austerities, to hell with our pujas. Because Pumsam Sena ritim Shrama Eva It's useless. Everything is useless. Every you know, everything is useless if it doesn't connect us to God. And everything is of value when it does. And therefore, even our material desires, f- fulfillment of them can have value if it's connected to God. This is my dharma. Why? It's my prescribed duty. Why? Because of my condition. And this is what I need to do to be purified. Then it has value. And then you may perform so many austerities and sacrifice and renunciation, it has no value. Because it's artificial, mitya chara You're a pretender. You're just doing it for show. And has no value. The devotees say, Oh Lord, do as you wish, who has the power to make you do otherwise. So even though it's not their desire, they're respecting it because it's Krishna's desire. So the desire to serve Krishna trumps the desire to be with Krishna. Even though the desire to be with Krishna is one of the symptoms of praying, the desire to serve always takes precedence. Still, traveling nowadays is dangerous. Therefore, no one goes to that no one goes to that kingdom now. Oh my God, my material scars. No one goes to that kingdom now? My material scars. I just thought of a verse by Yogi Berra. <laughs> Which, let me see the, the audience here. A, a few will understand, not many. But Yogi Berra made a very famous statement. He said, I don't go to that restaurant anymore because it's too crowded and no one goes there. <laughs> don't get it, okay? <laughs> but anyway, still traveling nowadays is dangerous. Or he famously said, when you get to the fork into the road, take it. <laughs> The famous yogi in the Bronx. Still traveling now is dangerous. Therefore, no one goes to that kingdom now, because why? Because there was a war going on between Orissa, who still had the Hindu king, and Bengal, who was run by the Nawab Hussein Shah. So to travel between those two places was very, very dangerous. So they're worried about Lord Chaitanya. There is great animosity between the two kingdoms and many rogues are creating havoc on various places. Which, if you like that, wait here until such disturbances subside. The Lord said, I have decided to go. I must go regardless of any disturbances. Everyone has to weigh the risks of the value of what you're getting and the risk in getting it. Everyone has to make those decisions. But when you have that love for the holy place, there's a lot of risk you can take to get there. Look at the risk that Akura made because he wanted to go to Vrindavan. He decided each, each serf comes to, so he'll be in the proximity. And then when he got to Vrindavan, and the goal of his life was achieved. And he, and he and he saw in the sand, the pastimes of Krishna, and he rolled in the sand, giving up all pride, fear, and lamentation. How did he give up pride? How did he give up pride? He was the minister of the king. rolling in the dust of Vrindavan. How did he give up fear? What if he was caught? He's the minister of Kamsa, rolling in the dust of Vrindavan, of Krishna's lotus feet. You think Kamsa would appreciate that? And you can imagine a court giving an excuse, yeah, I just fell off the chariot, You know, I was rolling a little bit, no, no big deal. You know, got a little tired, got a little exercise but in the dust of Vrindavan, Krishna's feet. No fear, no lamentation. If, if you like, you know, then he says, he folded his hands, wait. Yeah. I'd wait to understand the Lord's intention, he would not be stopped from going to Nalachala. He folded his hands and spoke the following truth Who can obstruct your path? All obstacles are your servant, therefore, who has the power to place obstacles before you? And this is just a common philosophical point whatever comes to the devotee is for, for the devotee. The, the story of Dhruva Maharaj going back to God and uh, yeah, I think stepping on the uh, whoever, the Amadu, I forgot what the story is but those that it becomes so the world is like that. The obstacles became our servants because they're coming by God to purify us. And that's what that, that was the great instruction that Bhishma Dev gave Yudhisthira because Yudhisthira so my life was torturous. I had so many obstacles. I, I mean you know, and then I had to fight the war to protect, you know, to, for my family, but then I killed, uh, families killed anyway. And 640 million people died. 640 million people died because I got in the war for little five villages and I couldn't avoid it. And I had to do it. It was my d- duty and I had to protect my family. So how, how why? I was so religious. And Bhishma Dev's instruction is that everything that comes to you is to give you a realization to bring you to a higher level of consciousness and happiness, which is worth the obstacles and difficulties you faced. As devotees, Dukalayam avashashvatam, This place is a place of misery. There's no way you get around it. We try, but there's no way. It's It's temporary, it's full of misery. So when you look at your life as devotees, you look at all your difficulties, if you're following the spiritual path, inevitably you look back to them and see that it was God's plan to move you in a better place to realize God. And sometimes it's really heavy. I I told that story on Sunday, but I'll I'll tell it here again, that this, a disciple of mine, Seva Priya, a very kind person and very loyal very loyal. And she came to Krishna Consciousness with a friend, but they took different paths. She got initiated. She got into Krishna Consciousness. And the girl who was in the hardcore scene stayed with that and got pregnant and had a child and, you know, had a bad crowd. And then, you know, even the people that were taking care, care of her were stealing her drugs for the painkillers. And Seva Priya said, I'm going to Brindavan. You want to come, you come with me. And this girl left. She had a young daughter and she went to Brindavan. And she she had cancer because she, she knows she was you no. Know. So I was with her, then my visa ran out, then I went back and then Seva Priya asked me to come back and help and I came back to Vrindavan, initiated the girl, Krishna Krishnamayi. And you can see all the realizations that this simple girl had from Tennessee. Simple girl from Tennessee, all the realizations have brought an Ayurvedic doctor to cure her. She so said, if the doctor told me I was cured, it'd be the saddest day of my life because I want to go back to Krishna. <laughs> she was getting all these. And I remember one time, Karnamrita was there at the same time, the famous, and she brought this famous Rasleela singer and she was laying on her bed and this Raslila singer came to sing, like the famous one. But her feet were exposed right to this Brahmin. So borijan covered the girl's feet and the Brahmin singer uncovered it, <laughs> you know, indicating this girl is leaving in Vrindavan. And, and I, I remember how she passed away. I was in my room. I used to stay in Giriraj's. Apartment, and so you know, I, I went there, and Krishna Kumari was there taking care of her. And she's a person who knows how to take charge. So I came in, and she said, She's leaving, chant. So I started chanting, and Saiva Priya went, went to call the parents. She was going right then, and I was chanting this tune which was her favorite tune. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama Rama, Rama, hari, hari. And once you do that, it could take 10 hours for the person to leave, but you can't go, <laughs> that's it. And then Seva Priya came back in the room. Seva Priya came back in the room. She got on the bed and she said, I just spoke to your parents. They said, they love you very much. You can go now. So go to Krishna. Will you make a garland for Krishna? Will you cook for Krishna? Will you cook halava for Krishna? Will you cook sweet? These are her favorite preparation. Will you cook sweet? And then she went with her guru doing kirtan. But the story I wanted to tell, and I went off on a tangent, but I, I remember where I was. I went to Delhi on my way in, and I have these this Indian family there, they're Cindy's that I met when I went to Africa. I went to Africa for a few weeks to preach and I met this family and it was one of these great joint families and they had the next to oldest brother. He was one of these Indian guys that was so handsome. He looked like Krishna. Oh, you were there. I don't know if you know Gunashau, you remember the general, you can't forget the general, but and the guy was such an incredible singer. get it get it get it Mere man Gididhari, just come once into my heart. He would sing like this. His pachans were unbelievable. But he never got married and had no disturbance in him. Even though he was the most eligible person practically in that community and he worked for the family. But he's very realized and he called me up he said oh i heard you're there even now if you ever go into delhi and you want to stay in a nice indian's house i just make one call right that facade was great right big house four floors but the person told me i told him what happened he said and he said something i remember he said i think sometimes she heard about this girl, six. Her glad leave her her daughter, who was six, and she's dying of cancer. And he thought about. It. He said, he says, I sometimes think that when Krishna is merciful to someone, he gives them all their karma in one life. <laughs> That's a bit with analysis. So. Who can obstruct? Th- 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 therefore, who has the power to place obstacles? The obstacles are your servants. Okay, we will. Oh my God! Oh. The ambrosial, Vidyas cup has chicory and arataki and all these kind of Ayurvedic things and. I tell people i never drank coffee in my life i never drank coffee i never like coffee but i like this stuff here okay jamuna jaya some
1: wow there's so many things from today my little pen is almost worn out um but i i really i really loved um i think we've spoken about this fellow before that said he couldn't claim to say he believed in God because he would feel it was not uh, you know, being truthful because he really doesn't live it. And I feel like that is such a gold standard. And I, I just I think that that's something I need to keep on. Is like, if I say I
0: believe, then I really have to believe. And I really respect that man um, for saying that I'm not going to say it until I can actually walk the walk. So thank
1: you so much. And I hope when I leave my body, you two are there chanting, just like that last story. <laughs>
0: Well, with my luck, I'll, I'll I'll live to my mother's age. <laughs> yes. I hope not. <laughs> it's no fun. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Sardashvari. Thank you very much. So many wonderful points. I really appreciated them. When you spoke about the dead. it made me reflect how Krishna and devotees turn our reality into love and and everything everything even that so scary that for everybody it can be such a loving and beautiful experience with devotees and without Krishna and without devotees in my life i I was thinking I would be stuck with my um, fearful and egocentric uh, based on false ego perception. So it made me feel really, really grateful, Maharaj. Thank you so much for I'm that. i grateful that you come to the class and share with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Anybody else like to say hello or say something?
1: Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Gail here. Hi Bo, Gail. Yeah. I also, you know, well, there's stuff, always stuff that I appreciate. But today I'm feeling a little sad that, you know, I consider myself a a Yogi Berra being.
0: I knew I, that I, that would be the one. <laughs> Gail, if I read your mind. I know what doubts you have and I know what appreciations. I knew you'd like the Yogi Berra one, but go ahead.
1: No, but that's my my, my lamentation that, you know, I, I really didn't really make so much sense to me, you know, that it was so crowded and there was nobody there, you know, kind of went over my head.
0: Oh, that was so good. I don't yeah. go to that restaurant anymore because it's too crowded and no one goes there. I thought it's brilliant. <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: well, so. I pay for realization, pray for realization,
0: so <laughs> yeah, It's so deep. It's so deep. Yeah, I'm going to meditate.
1: meditate, I'm going to meditate
0: a lot. Yeah, Bhakti Center we got so crowded, right? That people, uh-huh. thought, why should I come to these festivals? And then there were hardly any people.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, 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 it's coming.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, these are very deep things. I'm surprised of all the people that you don't understand. this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think some light is beginning to dawn.
0: You better take some counsel from Joseph.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to present this one to him.
0: Okay. Okay, thank you, Gail. Anybody else <laughs> want to say hello? Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here.
1: And Kishori Radha. Hi, Bo. Hare
0: Well, um, Radha, me and Tota Gopinath, we had such a lunch on Sunday.
1: <laughs> I know, I missed it. But I, I did get to Get to have some he brought me I'm home just
0: drink. recovering and it's Wednesday
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was really good
0: okay someone else like to say hello so you're out of thank you
1: very much
0: beautiful where are you
1: in the garden that's
0: that's your garden yeah is that the ocean behind you
1: no nice few minutes to the ocean okay not, not bad,
0: not bad. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Okay, all right. I'll visit. Okay, I'll come.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: Hari thank you. Hari Krishna
1: Maharaj.
0: Who else? Hari
1: Krishna Maharaj. Bo.
0: Bo. how Hari How Krishna. <laughs> to esposa? Yes, very well. So nice and beautiful. Bonita. Bonita? Yeah, bonita. Thanks
1: so much for class, Maharaj. What's that? Thank you so much for class.
0: I know, I got your letter too. You really like that. Monday Morning Greenies. Thank you for that.
1: Thank you, Maharaj.
0: I'm practicing my Spanish. So, he, he, a little bit. poco.
1: I didn't know you were learning more, Mahadash.
0: <laughs> I have my Spanish teacher now twice a week, so it helps. That's right. Nice. Okay, hi Krishna. Anybody else? Yes. Hare Krishna, yeah. thank you for thank class. class. Bo. Nice to Haribo. see you guys. Okay, Thank we'll see. We'll see. we'll see you soon. I'm planning now the the, the little retreat to Kali. We'll let you know. The right. details. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. You'll have to stay home and he'll have to go, but you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the other way
0: around. <laughs> You'll discuss it among yourselves and come to a decision. <laughs> okay. Anybody else like to say I'm in a really kind of intoxicated mood and I haven't eaten even eaten yet. Okay. Anybody else? Good morning, Maharaj. It's Isabel. Isabel Thank Hunter. you for class. Okay, Krishna, I have
1: one reflection. Now I was walking the dog so I didn't have pen and paper, but I think it said, you said
0: something accordingly, according to this love for another is not just through the eyes or intellect. It's about attitude. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I got it right. But it was something like that. Right. And I really love that. That was it. It's not just analysis. It's not just perception. It's attitude.
1: Yeah, really, really love that.
0: Knowing someone, I actually made the point knowing someone. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, it's run over a little bit. I'm gonna head out now, but I see the list of all the nice people that are there. So I've taken note. Thank you all.